Welcome everyone to the June update for the managed accounts. I'm joined by Alex Coosley, our strategist for Asia Pacific, and my name is Daniel True, the multi-asset portfolio manager. Alex is going to kick off with, the, uh, with the, uh, what happened during the June quarter and talk about some of the key thematics. I'll come back and talk about performance and positioning and how we're positioning our portfolios going forward. Thanks, Dan. So through Q2 2023, we saw global equities up about 6% uh, within uh, global equities, Japanese equities, and U.S. equities led the way, and emerging markets lagged. Um, we also saw interest rates move higher across the government bond uh, yield curves. There's three key themes, I think, that are coming through. So the first is around recession risk and the market pricing of that. We still think that the 55% probability of recession is appropriate, uh, given where the economy is and how aggressively central banks have tightened it. There is some debate and kind of we're pushing the time perhaps a little bit out rather than this year, perhaps it's first quarter of next year. Uh, in the market, this kind of the, the positive equity return is probably um, showing similar signs within the market that you know, the idea of a later recession or even a perhaps no recession at all is increasing uh, in terms of market pricing. The second theme that's come through really is around central banks and the, you know, the need for them to hike more than had been previously expected. And we saw this most evidently in Australia uh, where the RBA went on pause and then came back a month later and, and raised rates and hinted that more had come. That led to a pretty dramatic repricing uh, of short end uh, bond yields. And we saw in the United States, the yield curve, which is the difference between long end interest rates and short end interest rates uh, invert further. And that has historically been a pretty good predictor uh, of recession risk. And the third theme for equity markets really was around artificial intelligence and the boost to productivity and the boost to business operations that could come from that. And we saw that being led by, uh, they called the Magnificent Seven. They used to be called Fang. We're kind of adding names uh, as we go. Uh, but NVIDIA was the kind of key example, uh, really leading the way uh, for Q2. And those seven stocks really accounted for a huge amount uh, of the gains that the US equity market saw uh, through the quarter. And with that, Dan, I'll hand over for portfolio positioning. Yeah, it was really a magnificent rally by those seven stocks. Um, so in terms of performance for the managed portfolio, the 70% growth asset portfolio posted a return of around 2% for the quarter. Nearly all of those returns were from global equities with US equities leading the pack. Selected areas within credit performed well with European loans and emerging market debt. I'll just uh, highlight a couple of managers for you. ICG, the European loans manager performing well, and Colchester within the emerging market debt fund performing strongly as well. In terms of negative returns or headwinds, Australian bonds struggled as interest rates rose, but we continue to believe that fixed income plays the role of diversification. And really that yield has, re has retraced to uh, earlier levels that we saw earlier in the year. So range trading again. Global equities struggled in terms of stock selection as those magnificent seven uh, ran higher. The direct stock portfolio, the Aussie equity strategy that we have, etched out the small positive outperformance of strong returns in June in particular, James Hardy, Horizon, and Woolworths really showing that there's a defensive quality type rally um, within the market. We've been rebalancing the portfolios via a dynamic rural return strategy as the global market continues to climb the wall worry. So as the market rallies every three to 5%, we've been either rolling up our options or trimming equity risks. This keeps us disciplined as we prepare for a recession going forward. This is a good segue to the market outlook. 
So in terms of a boxing match or any type of uh, sports match, we're in the latter rounds of the battle. It's really the battle between the titans where monetary policy on one side is trying to strangle the uh, dominating opponent, inflation. We believe the right course of action in terms of our portfolios is to remain neutral and not to take a uh, directional view between uh, monetary policy succeeding or inflation remaining too high. We do, however, expect a recession over the next 12 to 18 months. However, it is uncertain in terms of timing. We believe that most likely it will start in 2024. However, if the market continues to rally in the short term, we're looking to trim credit. And so we do have high yield debt exposure and loans where we can trim back that and become more defensive. The biggest opportunity continues to be the counterpunch, and this is one in which equity markets fall, pricing in a recession. We then start to build our exposures in equity and credit. This is what we did during the COVID-19 crisis. This will then punctuate the uh, cycle and we'll start a new cycle. Um, and that we, we believe our process is very well tested and prepared for that reset in the cycle. Thank you. Thank you for your time and join us later in the month as we go into greater detail and what occurred during the quarter and provide you more detail for the market outlook. Thank you.